So hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Out Loud with me, George Cressy. What a World Cup. It isn't going to come home, but my oh my did our boys try. Trippier, unbelievable. Lingard, what a goal that was. The penalty shootout against Colombia. The waistcoats, the Gareth Southgates and Slabhead, you know. They had everything and they gave everything and... Uh, I, for one, give them a big old round of applause for that. So well done, chaps. Today's pod does stick in the theme of worldliness, I guess. And I don't think our guest today is too involved in the football side of things, but 28-year-old Angelo Noviello is an Italian gentleman and possibly the best travel person I've ever met. This is a great little convo. It was recorded 12 hours after the last pod with Ali, the murder detective. Episode 10, do get that listen. Throughout the pod, we'll try to talk through the narrative of his life so far, certainly in terms of travelling, from getting out around 18 into the tourism world, working in Egypt, Greece, and other parts of Northern Africa, all the way through to living with headhunter tribes in Borneo. So, literally the full spectrum of travel escapades and stories this man will regale us with over the next hour. We'll also touch on the wisdom that hornbills can give you, how to travel for three years of five months wages, and also a nice heavy discussion on the book Sapiens. So yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. I really hope you guys do too. Do subscribe, do listen in, do give it a like and a share, and um, enjoy. Play it. So podcast number two within 12 hours. So I'm having a coffee here uh, in Kathmandu again with an interesting gentleman we met two days ago in Chitwan National Park. And uh, yeah, I got to chatting and I thought this guy would be quite useful to get on a podcast. So uh, first things first, if you could just introduce yourself. Oh, that's a monkey or something. This is a bomb. Yeah. Let's try to take it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Uh, so yeah, just a little bit about yourself, name, occupation, all that jazz, and yeah, just a bit about your story. And all right. So, nice to meet you again. My name is Angelo. I'm from Italy. The 28, I guess. I have to remember something. Excellent. Uh, nothing. I live around the world. So that's what I do normally in my life. Just moving around, keep traveling, another country, another job. And discovering, learning from people, uh, learning from culture, for myself first of all, and the nature. <laughs> That's most of all why I go around, it's nature. I love uh, wild place, wild animal, and uh, ethnic uh, minority. That's oh. my more main interest, you know, I try to find jungle place, you know, deep forest or untouched uh, tribe. Excellent. Thank not you, city, not... Uh, thank you very much. Not city, not hamburger, not Coca-Cola society, you know? Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Out of it, definitely. Excellent, excellent. Yes. Thank you, man. Thank you. Okay, okay. So, I mean, so we met in Chitwan, and we were just chatting before we started recording. Uh, yeah. So Chitwan, I, for me, I thought it was one of the wildest things I've ever done. <laughs> but you were saying 
little bit small. Not special. A little bit tame. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. There is a lot of animal. Of course, we weren't in the right season because if you go in, uh, I think, uh, before the monsoon, uh, okay. in the summer, it's better. More hot, more animal. Okay. And the, the big grass, you see, the... the Elephant grass. No, the, yeah, the elephant grass, uh -huh. they get cut. So it's more easy to see the view, it's more long well. okay. So that's why it also wasn't the best moment for us. Yeah, but for me, a bit disappointed was that I was not that free to go around as I'm used to go around the forest. And of course, I can understand that tourism, they don't know who is in front of you. You cannot allow everybody to just walk in the forest, of course. But uh, yeah, I used to do this in many places, in many forests. I stay many months in. Uh, in Borno, in Papua, we've tribe and I live alone in the forest itself, so you know. Wow, in Borneo? Yeah, where yeah, you yeah. Alone for a, definitely, definitely. For a, it's how easy, how it's not that difficult. How long were you, were you in, alone for in the jungle? So I stay in Borno, I think, one, two, three, four, five months, maybe something like this, I don't know. Wow. I'm not sure, I don't remember. Okay. But I stay in one village, mainly one tribe, it's Iban people. Okay. It's one of the last, most traditional headhunter of the Borno. Okay. So it really... I stay with this tribe, they stay in the forest, it's a long house, 200 people living in the same house, you know, deep in the jungle. I live with the shaman, he's my father. <laughs> like okay. everybody say, you are the son of the shaman. Whoa. So you are the little shaman. Uh, so it's beautiful. They're the last traditional uh, tribe in the, in the forest, in the, in the Dayak, original Dayak. Okay. Uh, there is very similarity here in Nagaland, in Indonesia, in India. Okay. And I will want to go check because they're very similar, uh, probably actual migration. Okay. With the same head hunting ritual and uh, that stuff. So. Head hunting rituals. Yeah, head for everything you about your. Let's mean that everything in know. your uh, society, it's turned around head hunting. Let's mean if you need a woman, okay. you're more, more you say, yeah, okay, you're nice, you want to marry me, find a head of uh, our enemy. Bring it back. No, <laughs> they do. And that's oh, why, Jesus! Yeah. So it's like okay, I will go hunt for head. You want head? School, and you keep the school of the anime because like more school your village have, more your village have warrior, strong warrior, of course. Oh. So like if somebody passed in front of the village, you see this big wood hut, bamboo, and in front is full of hanging school. <laughs> so like more and more strong warrior you had, more school you have. So like of course you you don't. Messed up too much with this village, and that's very cool. That's very nice. That's insane, man. So, yeah. it's a bit changing the stuff, but this place, they are one of the most traditional still, you know? Okay. With all the ritual and everything in the forest, uh, still animist, you know? So, it was great. Uh, wow. I feel good because in me, the first day I arrived, and they understand me. We love the forest the same way. Okay. So, it was like a perfect connection. It's like, welcome, stay here, live here with us. You're part of our tribe. Wow. They mark me, they make them. Oh Christ, whoa! It's like I belong to the, like, both, that, uh, any men have this both tattoo on the shoulder, okay. this rosette. Okay. So they insist me to have it. <laughs> and they, they make the tattoo, the hink, uh, uh, bamboo stick. Is that bamboo stick. Yeah, both time, both brother, one right, one in the left. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah. That's fun. Okay, that's we'll get a little photo of that if that's right before, before sure, you shoot sure. off. And yeah, yeah. Fuck, sure. oh, man. How long does it take? To get those tattoos. Ah, a couple bamboo. of hours, eh? A couple of hours. Not I don't remember, maybe three hours. I don't know. <laughs> the dimension is not big because I have the same dimension like my fist on okay. my back. Okay. With the machine, I take maybe 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> this one takes three hours and something and more. It was long. Because <laughs> with the bamboo, you just put the stick of bamboo in the hink, 
and then you put it inside the skin. Oh, yeah. And then so it's more 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 uh, slow the procedure. Yeah. You need more time. Yeah. Okay, man. Okay. But it's, it's healing better. It's faster healer bamboo than machine. Interesting. It hurts your skin less. Ah, no. Okay, but it has the same effect and same longevity for a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, sure, same. That is same. But this ink is natural ink. It's not either a chemical. No, no, like it's natural ink from the forest. Okay, man. But the way of um, hurting, you say, wounding mm. your skin, piercing the skin, is better than uh, than with machine. Excellent. So it's good. Uh, it heals in two days. <laughs> two days. Yeah. Normally, okay. maybe take a week, two weeks. Oh, wow. Well, sun. Jeez, man. Okay, so going back to. How the hell did you end up getting into a headhunter's tribe inside Borneo? I just you walked there. So you walked into this tribe yeah, because and I used said hello, yeah. I'm a foreigner. I used to walk and not to, I don't take a bus or a hostel, you know. And now it's happened sometimes, but like in Indonesia never, I just walk almost one year. And wow. I walk in the forest, from village to village, and I found these people, a bit of casualty, you know. Okay. And uh, in front of the big village is written uh, Tang. Okay. And that means welcome in Indonesia. Oh. So I read welcome, I go inside, no? Yeah. Fair enough. So I, ju- okay. I jump in, I ask them if I can put my tent somewhere around the, the village, uh-huh. because still it's deep jungle, so yeah. it can be a bit more close. And the day after I'm gonna walk. Then we start to speak, to meet, we understand each other. They told me about their, their culture and everything I didn't know nothing about. Okay. So I fall in love, they fall in love with me, and I stay there for a bit, you know. But there was no standoff? When you first got there, there was no like, Jesus, you're, what the hell are you doing here? Or is it, were they very welcoming straight from the off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was but it was a bit strange, of course. They saw me like, where are you coming? Walking, walking. They, they saw me like, you're crazy. I call me the crazy bullet. You're yeah. fucking crazy. They say yeah. like, they're, they're crazy foreigner because like, either yeah, them now they don't go alone too much. Like, uh, in the forest, they're walking a lot too. Yeah. They stay in the forest, they live there. They're hunting, they're farming. But like, either, uh, you know, I don't know, one alone, young, going for yeah. a day, they don't do Madness. <laughs> That's incredible, man. Okay. okay. And you have, um, you, have, you have a blog or anything like that? Do you, nah. Just a bit of Facebook? Yeah, because it's against, so. too rare I get the internet, a good connection, you know. I don't have material, my telephone is half of your one. Absolutely, it's, it's old school. It's black and white. Nah, <laughs> it's difficult. Excellent, it's difficult. Excellent. Maybe so, one day later. Yeah, okay. So a little bit about how you got to, you're 28 now, <laughs> I mean that's young man, to be, you've experienced a hell of a lot of stuff, I'm 26 I, I think, yeah, I've, I've tried to get away every year, you know, mm-hmm. do a bit of this, but nowhere near to the extremities you've been to, so <laughs> talk a little bit about your childhood and, yeah. and if you can and then how you progressed to being 28 and traveling. And yeah, well, Copra uh, um, Village, a little place, you know, so my family, we are not very rich people. Okay. I never miss food, you know, we have everything, so of course. But still, I uh, uh, wasn't the one that, uh, like my friend is able to have, for example, the motorcycle yeah. or the telephone itself, you know, this little thing. Not problem, no regret, I love to be without. But this little thing is what make me make you looking for it, you know? Yeah. You don't have you want it, of course. It's like though. everybody have it, you want, you're a bit jealous, you will like a bit of this stupidity, not necessary, of course, yeah. but like, all the societies yeah. like this, you and want it too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's why I think most of all was my push to, to go the first time, leave everything, okay. and that start to try to gain my my life, you know? Yeah. Identity yeah. and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. put myself in, uh, in the game, yeah, try to, uh, to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it came, everything it just came and evolved with the time because 
more you go around, more you, you love it. <laughs> uh, so here, more you travel, more you need, and you cannot come back anymore. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult mm-hmm. because your mind changes a bit. Pretty open. Say, yeah. When you go back into society, that's what I found. And yeah. it's very difficult to to conform again, you know, exactly. to go back into that exactly. 9 to 5. It's, um... The mentality of the society isn't for me. Never been for me since I was a kid, you know. Okay. Uh, that's why I left immediately after school. I started okay. to work and I was like, no, it's wrong. Okay. It's totally wrong. It's not correct, you know. I have to wake up early, drive in the traffic for hours. It's yeah. dark, it's getting winter, you have no sun. And yeah. then I have to work uh, in this shitty office for many hours and go out is night again. Yeah. Try to call my friend now, oh, we're tired and nobody go out. What is this life? No, it's for what? Little money, you pay everything because of the tax and because of the you know, petrol. And, uh, waste. It's yeah. no life. Yeah. It's automatic, like a robot. For me, it was no sense already. Okay. I was beginning the crisis economy in Europe at the time. Oh, yes, okay. So I left, of course. It was no sense. It's only in Italy. Actually, I had a job, eh? I had a good job and a good possibility to continue with career because information technology. Oh, okay. But but no, <laughs> I realized that say they're sitting in front of the computer and Excellent. acting with these bad people, you know, I don't like the Excellent. boss of the, this rich person. I didn't feel comfortable. System. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. That's amazing though. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Whether they, they'll say it out loud or not, you know. Mm. A lot of people, when they first go into work, will mm-hmm. be, they, they go through that and they go, but it takes someone a, bit, a little bit more strength to go, yeah. you know what, fuck it, no, I'm out. Like, I'm yeah. going to do my own you thing. Get, you, you're scary of what you don't know, that's the point, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you have something, you have a job, you have a friend, uh, it's easy, it's done. Then I'm scary to, to try something else. Mm. The person trying to be higher, I will say, that you get something better. But people are just fear, that's all. Yeah. Most of the time you don't want to change a place because you are scared to what you will meet. Maybe this place will be better. Absolutely. If you find a new fantastic friend, but then people don't do just because of scary. Comfort zones. Just for now, confidence. Yeah. Okay. okay. But okay. I suggest everybody to always try a little bit, one experience at least, out of your comfort zone, you know, out of your house, out of your zone, your, your friendship. Yeah. Just go out there on your own. Yeah, you know, start yourself. to wash your clothes in the sink when you're 18 eh, and not have your mama washing everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. It's helpful. Yeah, I yeah. think it's very helpful. Absolutely. So your first place? So you went 18... I went in Egypt. Interesting place. Yeah, very nice, beautiful. And how was the, what was the situation like then in Egypt? Uh, I was there you? during both revolution. I was there before, during intense. the time of Mubarak. So with the dog dictator. And actually, it was easy everything because you know you can get visa. You go there. I, actually, <laughs> I, in my old passport, I am full of stamp uh, like uh, student visa. Okay. So what, what your student in the, the desert? What you study? And you stay six months in the desert, then you go, you apply again for a student visa, six months in the desert. What you studying? The sand. But they don't care, of course, you know. So like very cheap. You can give a little bit of money and okay. bribe everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then now it's different. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now it's okay. more easy. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what? 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 what why, why? Why? Egypt? And why did you go there in the first place? You say you well, I've always been interesting with ancient, ancient uh, history, with the culture of culture. Egyptian, yeah. the culture of the Greek. You know, I always like this stuff. I've never been a big 
people that study at school, me. Okay. Okay. But I study by myself alone and a lot since I left school. Uh, I'm reading a lot, I'm always looking for something new now, much more than when I was young. Yeah, okay. And this kind of thing were always been uh, my uh, my target, what I know. Okay. It's what I know more about, I would say, either, you know. Mythology about, and, and how yeah. ancient cultures. Uh, yeah, if you say cult, this ancient culture, new culture, and people, I think, probably okay. what yeah, I learned yeah, about people. the world, people and animals. Yeah. Okay, so you went out there and then into the desert? Yeah. I stay there, I work for tourism, I get some money. Nice experience, of course, because you start to, to as we say, you're out of your zone, it's something new. Yeah. You try to discover yourself, you mature faster, <laughs> you know? yeah, way yeah. faster. You know? yeah. You're alone, you're living alone. Absolutely. And acting with people. Uh, so, relate with different uh, age of people, different country. It's help a lot, it's very nice. Okay. But it was still a must the tourism for me. Okay. Because it's beautiful, eh? I have a lot of things. I have uh, hundreds of hundreds of women, a beautiful place. Uh, I see really amazing stuff. And the 18 as well, so. Yeah, yeah, I did not know. pump in and <laughs> you're out on your own. Yeah, yeah actually, I, I left that life just two years ago, you know, until 25. Still, I was in tourism. Okay. okay. Uh, it was beautiful, it was amazing. Yeah, you know, and I'm theater, in uh, you know, st- uh, we have our theater, our stage, dancing, musical, uh, comedy, cabaret. Uh, very nice. I really like all this thing. It was very fun. Okay. But as I told you, mask. It's not you, it's not only yourself, because okay. you have to act with people always. Uh, a bit more polite, a bit more, you know, yeah, it's not yeah, totally yourself. Okay. If you say something that you will hate and they will slap them, you cannot do it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> okay. I leave it because I was feeling not much uh, uh, in equilibrium with myself, you know, not balanced. I didn't find myself, I was a bit lost at one point. Okay, okay. That's happened to me always. Uh, each couple of years, I have one moment of like, what crisis. I'm doing, why I'm going down the crisis, just like okay. I want to understand. What I'm doing this, who I am, what I want to go, where I want to go, what, you know, mm, try okay. to understand, make sense of my life. Okay. And I need to do it every, every little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's good. Now I feel much more, uh, I discover myself, I found back who I am, what, uh, what I want to be, you know, okay. what I like, and I realize more this thing. Traveling, being alone, walking on the road, leaving yeah. the, the people, uh, you know. Seeing how the people operate and think, exactly. and, and taking the best parts of that, or things you appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you leave there at 19, is that fair to say? Leave it Egypt yeah, at 19, less, yeah. and then you head where to next? I stay around uh, Africa for many years, Excellent. so much in Egypt, then to Cabo Verde, Madagascar, uh, I see a bit of that area, the North Africa, a bit the South, and uh, mainly also in Greece. I was going in uh, summer in Greek, okay. Crete or Mykonos, well, a beautiful place. Excellent. <laughs> and winter in Africa, so it's good. Interesting. Yeah, and so you you get the money in Greece. You work a job in Greece to keep yourself funded, or how? how yeah, people I work on all, all this. Mainly, I was working so like until twenty five. I was yes traveling, not living in my country, but working. So like go in one place, stay there six months, eight months, and work. So okay, you have a possibility to be deep with the people, still learn their, their mentality and have a more true friendship. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you have the you know this uh, this wall in front of you because you are with the tourism. So looking for money. And it's a bit and a bit, eh? It's a bit difficult. It's a bit difficult to go over. To go inside the house of the people, though. understand what I mean? It's like for go inside to learn a country and to go in your home. I have to be with you in your place. Listen you speaking, see you living. 
if you go in a hotel, you don't see a country. That's nothing for me. Yeah. So I have to be in the house. And in that possibility, in, the, in that moment, tourism was a bit, a bit, you know. Yeah, it's difficult. Okay. Because, um, yeah, it was a bit difficult. I have still this wall in front of me that was difficult to pass. Since I left it in the last three years, I'm more on the road, like deep in the road. Yes, yes And uh, it's happened everything. And people brought me home, people uh, adopt me, you know, new family, new friend, and a new house, so many places. Yeah. And you get really it was genuine, honest, that's the point. Excellent. That's what you learn from people, that was the, what they're looking for, actually, because if you go in a place where somebody uh, is helping you just for because of the money, of some business, I don't need you, you know? Like, I don't need your guy to bring me in the forest, as we said before, but if you're my friend, we know, we meet, you know, something like that. You do something for me, I do something for you. Useful, of course. There's an nice. unspoken exactly. relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. Genuine, honest stuff, that's it. Don't have to be money. If there's money inside, I don't need you, I don't need this thing, and um, yeah, just keep going, I just keep walking and go over, that's, that's fake stuff. Agreed, you know? agreed. But like this is always more difficult, go back to the normal society, which is all fake. Yeah. <laughs> like when I arrived in Australia, my year there was very difficult, because I went there for work. Okay. Uh, it was very hard, because I go back inside this mentality, straight, from like... Oh Christ. From one hour to the other, from, uh, from the true Asia, I arrived in Darwin, and poof, was shocked. I was like, okay, that's West Western Central. in one second, and it's sick, it's greedy, it's wrong, you know? <laughs> it was very hard. Wow. It's very hard for okay. me to stay there. So when I left, I was again finally, oh, peace. Liberated. <laughs> nice, I feel better. That is fascinating. Yeah. yeah, okay. So just to recap then, so Africa, when did you leave that Greece and Africa? You were doing that until you were about 22? Um, for, let's say, six years, something like this. Okay. A bit more than six years in the tourism around Africa. Okay. And the last three years I came in Asia. Okay. In Southeast Asia, Pacific, until Oceania. And uh, I worked just nine months of this time. Okay, in the last got, three years. Yeah, I got big money from Australia. Oh, <laughs> so it was enough. Yeah, 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 you yeah. do. You get big money. The first way going, so like from Italy to Australia, it took me a year with almost no money. It was very, very cheap. That was very nice. That's why it was uh, not having nothing was was bring me no, was push me to go in the right direction. Not having money, not having uh, more uh, uh, you know expectation. This was bring me in the most deep place in the most uh, true people. Excellent. And after I learned that, I arrived in Australia and I work and I feel more this gap between me and <laughs> the people. Yeah. And I started to come back again to do this. And the last year, now, more than a year, I left okay. August last year. Okay. So it's a yeah, bit yeah. I'm not working for That's money, so. which is very good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm back again in the people, in the village, in the wild, uh, the last year. That was good. Across Papua New Guinea, Papua, Solomon, all the Pacific, a lot of uh, tribe, untouched people. We live in the forest, we hunt, nobody have the shoes, we don't have the light. Five days in the forest, uh, hunting with the full moon and bow and spear. Yeah. Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Deer, boar. Okay. Fighting with the only next village because it's like they have land fighting. Okay, okay. But they really fight, you know. They just they really shoot arrow each other and kill each other. Oh but beautiful God. people, really. Beautiful. The most beautiful person, one of the most beautiful person I ever met around is around Papua New Guinea people. Really? Yeah. It's dangerous uh, somehow. Yeah. Somehow, but depending on how you behave, like everywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, I was able to go in this, in the canteen of warrior. 
Really, can't you know what? Like 20 people with weapon, machete, bow. They were so happy to see me, to stay there with them. Uh, you know, no problem. They just stay wow. in their village and it was right. Oh, <laughs> mate, that's incredible. My yeah, uncle went, actually. Incredible. My uncle Tom went um, 30 years ago, probably, to Papua New Guinea mm-hmm. uh, when he was 18 or 19. Yeah. Really strange one. He went with Young Farmers, which is an organization in yeah. the UK. And uh, at the best experience of his life, I think. There you go. Um, and he still talks about to this day what he learned there and how it, I how it changed imagine. him. I can imagine. And it sounds, to be fair, I mean, if they're still. It is it still. Sounds like it's still it's like one of it the is. few places which is still. Uh, authentic. Yeah, authentic. Sense. It's not still in this modern, yeah? It's not the globalization of the rest of the world, which is all the same. Excellent. Really, it's everywhere is very similar. There is still a dip. <laughs> Fantastic. Because if you think about in the world, there are like uh, just in Papua, so New Guinea Island, Papua New Guinea and West Papua. But West Papua is half island, is under Indonesian um, oppression. Yeah, it's a colony actually. For them, it's part of Indonesia. For me, it's a genocide that's happened since 40 years, which they kill a lot of people, they torture, they slave, they rape people, and you know, they're still happening. Because it's a rich country. I mean, there is all gold and uh, everything. There is the biggest gold mine of the world is in West Papua, the Indonesia side. Property of the US, of course. That's why they help uh, Indonesia country to invade Papua, which was Netherlands colony. But Netherlands was mo- was making them free. Uh, but US doesn't. US was like, no, 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 this belongs to you. I don't know about that. Like, Asiatic people, black people. They're not the same person, you know? <laughs> you don't belong to them. Papua is black, it's Africa, they're black. It's not Asiatic at all. It's not the same, no culture, nothing in common with Indonesia. I love Indonesia and Indonesian people. Okay. I don't blame them, I blame their fucking government. Okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, for be sure. I really love Indonesia, I stay there alone, I speak Indonesian fluently, and many dialects, I love that country. I hate their government, you know? Yeah. They make this because the US went to them, give the money, and say, okay, give the weapon. Attach, invade them, this no, place, be, belong to you, and then we can help you with something, you know, because you don't have the money and the possibility to, to gold, you know. So yeah. they do the gold, they take everything, and they just pay tax to the country. So that was a big problem. That's why the Western people doesn't help, they don't care. You know, the strongest country of the world, own the biggest gold mine of the world, nobody say nothing, of course, huh? It's just like big, biggest business, everybody inside this. So they just wow. keep going. It's fascinating. Yeah, but that island is amazing. At the point was like 44 un- untouched, totally untouched tribe live just in that island. I think in all the world there are around 100 and something totally untouched tribe. There are many, eh? <laughs> more than what you think. 140 something like this. People that n- totally don't know the society. Some of these places they saw outside. They know what is the society, they don't want it, which is amazing. Excellent. Most of these ethnic groups never encounter anybody else here, you know? They still live in the same way since millions of years. Fantastic. Uh, 44 of this, so like a good one, a good third is all in Papua. <laughs> wow. And then there is other, I uh, think 66, okay. stay in Brazil. The Amazon. Oh, excellent. You think Brazil is a big yeah, country, yeah. developed, and in the Amazon there is 66 untouched tribes that they don't know nothing about the world. It's amazing, huh? Yeah. Amazing. Needs protection as yeah. well. Needs I would say probably protection. in Papua there is still more, 
just be like they say 44 because that's what they know you know okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are, there are, because there are places in Papua that you you cannot arrive there really there Excellent. are some valleys some mountains that still they never arrived there they went in some place with helicopter now and they and they went down and animals go close like in a Disney movie because they never see nothing they're not scary they don't feel uh, they don't feel fear from this human it's curious they just say what's what what's you are and this iron stuff Flying, what's this? They just come no close. Way. Yeah, understand? They never be hunt. <laughs> it's amazing. That's fascinating. It's amazing, it's amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've read little bits about this. I read uh, Sapiens, really good book. I don't know if you've uh, yeah, read it. Yeah, I, I read about it. Superb. And the way uh, he describes, obviously, the expansion of humankind. It's, a, it's very right, this book. I read it, Sapiens, and the other one, Homo, oh, whatever. Amadeus. Yeah, they are both very good. I read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I try to speak about. He explained it very well, good. better than me, of course. My English is not yeah, that no, good. No, 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 absolutely. But, but what he means is what I'm thinking. He's, when I read it, I was a bit depressed. I was like, okay, that's I what I speak every day depressed. about, you know? <laughs> because every day I speak about this. So I just close the book and say, I know already. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I so think like, I know. So I know. No, like I'm right. I'll, you're right. What you say, but like, please, it's enough. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I know. I read. I know this, and I speak about this. I Every day, so I was like, I want to read something different from now, but I keep it to the side yeah. and I read it Just, uh, with time. Excellent, excellent. Uh, but yeah, he means a lot of what I think. Him, the, the, the world is okay. almost all the same, it's going all in the same direction, it's going all to be the same thing. They're destroying what is nature, people are untouched from nature. You know, in Europe, how many people know how to do a fire? Yeah. Huh? You know how to do a fire. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah that's it. Okay, so the not either with the lighter, eh? yeah. so either yeah, lighter. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. fire without lighter, eh? yeah. with the lighter. People don't know how to burn a fire with the light. That, that's fire. incredible, it's life. <laughs> it's the first thing we learn to be what we are. Eh? The difference Absolutely. between us uh, and the pre-made that they were before is the fire. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what is fire. Absolutely. Very nice. Yeah? Very this nice. is interesting though. Do you not feel that? Sad. <laughs> Yeah, it is sad, it's incredibly sad, but, because we, this is the first, right, when I, I thought we'd get on purely, we had that conversation the first night we met, Yeah. it was, you are seeing everything, obviously, and you're a lot more educated than I am in, in that respect, but I'm an eternal optimist, you know, and I said this to you, and I was like, ah, everything's going to be alright eventually, and you're like, we're probably going to fuck the world up before we get to that stage, you know, yeah, and um, that is fascinating, but do you not feel that, if we get our, uh, do you want to, should we get a bowl? Or no, no, don't worry. Are you sure? No, no, yeah, I'm just looking. Look at my yogurt. Oh. How is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of yogurt, man. Yeah, it's good. One liter and a half. A liter and a half of yogurt. Yeah, it's one. You smash that in a day? No, oh, just for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> okay, excellent, man. Then I will have a couple of kilo of cheese. That's why I'm so happy since I'm in Arab in Nepal. Yeah. I didn't idea. eat this cheese on dairy for years. I love dairy. Okay. I arrive here, I have all this stuff, you know. Oh, ready I then. fall in love, get crazy. So four cubes of sugar and a litre and a half of yogurt. Mm, bon appetit. Uh, <laughs> but that's old a bit, it's alright. Yeah. Anyway, we're saying um, about the world is getting bad. Yeah, so the world is probably at its most fucked up. This, yeah, it's been getting more and more fucked up in the last hundred years for sure. Definitely. And we're getting to a, an apex now, I think. Yeah. But do you not think a massive overhaul, and this is being said by a lot of people, a lot of people with, in positions of power, yep. like people like Joe Rogan and things like that, really famous podcasters certainly, mm-hmm. um, that an overhaul of the education system, massive overhaul of mm-hmm. the education system. So yeah. instead of teaching kids in the shitty way that we teach kids, you know, 
Let's teach them in a... Just some bullshit. That's what, what they want you to know. That's exactly. All. Make drones, basically. Make yeah. The, yeah, yeah, industry yeah. drones. Exactly. But why not make a system where, all right, when you're four years old, you, get, you learn how to make a fire from scratch. You learn how to do the natural things that we're primates, like you say, and go from there. And then after that, maybe you... For me, one big thing, every 18, between 18 and 21, everyone should be forced to do two months on their own in India. Or, or one of these countries, <laughs> I think, and just give them, you know, enough to survive, enough money, so their parents don't freak out. Like, it's, you know, 1,500 pound or a thousand pounds. So you go for a year. Yeah, of course you, <laughs> you can do. Two years. But, you, know, you know what I mean? These, I do two years with that money. <laughs> exactly, mate. You can, you can. But you know what I mean? Just to just to make, ease people into it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. say, look, just go out on your own. Talk to fucking folk out there. Understand the way these Indians are living. Yeah. The spirituality. The, the life is not easy as you have in your country. You know? There are people uh, go look at the people dying on the floor uh, with no food and no water, most of all. You know? For sure. That's for sure. very important. But for me, also, look at those people and understand that these people are still the spirit of these people. It's unbelievable. What I was thinking this earlier, like what we have in money we lack in spirit for sure like so and what they lack in money they have in spirit like they are plucky fuckers like they are survivors yeah they're used to keep going <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. It is. um but that's... you realize that you don't need that much actually the the problem that what i was speaking is like uh, this kind of place like this one or other developing country they are going in, in the wrong direction of mind thinking now with their lack of money they disparate yeah. Because now it's like, now I need money for uh, for my life, I need money for food, I need money for uh, the health of my family, I need money. Yeah. So they're getting spoiled, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anymore the thinking, okay, I don't have something. I pull up, you know, my, my t-shirt, I think what I have to do, and I, I act. So I try to solve my situation. I have a bit of crack in my house, I fix it. Now, now people are not doing this, they're going... They are going more in the direction of the, the money, the capital, so it's just, um, I have a crack there, ah, you have to find a way to get money for fixing, no, take some of your clay and you fix it, your house is bamboo and clay, you know, you take two minutes, it's easy, yeah, <laughs> big money, enough, yeah, yeah. clay on the floor and bamboo everywhere, it's not difficult, Absolutely. but they are going, the mentality that this is wrong, so clay and bamboo is wrong, so I have to find, for example, this stupid iron stuff, which is more hot, <laughs> less clean, but, yeah, but don't get me wrong. I am definitely still in that mindset. I'm not, like, if I go home and I have an issue, or it, you know, if you get a crack in the, the roof, like you say, I don't really have the skills. And hell, I, I don't have the time to learn those skills. So I'm going to pay someone to fucking fix it, you know. Exactly. And that's. But you're right. I mean, why not learn the skill? If you really care about your house and living there and, and maintaining everything, learn the skill. It's it's not, everyone can learn this. It, it'll take me a month probably to learn how to. You know, do a bunch job on a house, you know. Yeah, or you find somebody that knows to do, some friend, you know, you have some everywhere, you have some common friend that knows to do, sure, and can help you to do it, and you give you some money or exchange something to some somebody that you know, some friend, you know, it can teach you, you do both together. You say, look, that I can teach you like email. Yeah, it doesn't work like this. Exactly, it doesn't work like this. Not anymore, it was like this maybe a couple of thousand years ago, not yeah. now. Fascinating, man. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so, so you, you, back to your story, so Papua New Guinea, yep. so you did Papua, and then moved from there into Indonesia, yeah. after this whole bullshit of finding out, mm -hmm. Yeah, keep going by it. land, so it's, it's the same island, so I just cross, of course. Okay. Actually, if you look at the map, it's one line in the middle, 
just with the you know <laughs> with the pen okay and okay. say this is one country it's another just one stupid line of course in the okay. middle it's open just uh-huh. big deep forest which you need month to cross <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but okay. you can cross where you want you know yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah I cross the jungle I stay in West Papua I stay most of all where I can't be because being this genocide occupation as I told you you cannot get information there is no journalist if you look if you look on internet you won't find much information it's so difficult because any journalist either in Indonesian people itself they cannot write or see this kind of thing especially if you are a foreigner you go in prison now there are still uh, around 10 foreigner international around the world in prison since one two three years because because they make some photo there if they found my photo my my video i was there with them as, uh, as well <laughs> so i just hide my stuff and i know the language which help a lot I can and i know to work in the forest which help either more so i just spent other couple of months crossing all the range of mountain from one side to the other uh, passing from village to village, being helped by people and hidden from the police and military wow. because I cannot be there, of course, I cannot. Uh, I just have to write one um, walking permit, they call it, for for look one area. So just one touristic area, you can go and look. So I make my fake to go there, my fake ticket on in, I write on internet shop, all this bullshit, so I show them all the fake details, I'm going to this hotel, I have this ticket. Okay, done, you have your permit. You have uh, like six days, then you fly out. Me, sure, of course. <laughs> of course, no way, it take two months I stay there. <laughs> I just went, I went up to the police station, I write my hotel, it was like the only hotel in the town, there in my right, I just walk left in the forest, directly, shoot, disappear, <laughs> gone. Whoa. I'm gone. Uh, okay, okay. So, so how did you get out of, of there? How did you leave... How did you get into another country from? No, no, I just keep going, no problem. Uh, when I went at the end of Papua, the, the area that you cannot see, we can see. Okay. Because this guerrilla, revolutionary people. When I've been out of that area, then it was okay. I didn't realize where I came from. <laughs> so I just take a boat and they keep going island by island. And they, I keep traveling Indonesia for more uh, five months after this. So like, nobody realized nothing. <laughs> I didn't see. Visa wise, how's that work? How's the visa work? So you it's very uh, good. You can have here. actually, if you go to Indonesia now, you have an entry visa on arrival, like okay. many country for free. Yeah. 30 days, which is nothing. And you cannot extend it. If you apply before, you can have like one extendable. Okay. Or either more. Like what I take is like 60 days, okay. which is the best. 60 days without go to the immigration. Okay. And then I can extend four more times. So a good big okay. six months. Eh? Ah, so you did the 60 days and then you tried to get to the office before that every time days. every time i extend yeah i found Excellent. a local that sponsored sponsor me so just have to put his name on on me reference so he helped me. every month i found somebody to help me and i keep extending my visa it's okay Excellent. then i arrive at the border because actually indonesia have two land border one in papua which is you go in papua new guinea and the other in borneo where you go in malaysia so I came by wall from one side and I go out by wall on the other side. I did all, all Indonesia. Wow. Yeah. And you learned Indonesian beforehand? No, I learned there. Okay. I learned it in, in the Papua side especially. Okay. Because when I arrived there I need it. Yep. And this is so sad to think because Papua is not the, the Indian is not the language, you know. 
but they don't have one own language because when they made them they didn't have a national language they have something like 700 dialects which are totally different <laughs> so for them Italy, the common language became this Indonesian okay because they must you know of okay. course they they they, they, they impose them to, to learn it so for me it was the only way to communicate it was very sad you know I have to communicate you with the language of your enemy. No, it's not, yeah. not that nice, yeah, but sure. that's the only way. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Easy language you can learn fast. Okay. Very easy. Very How long nice. did it take to get pretty comfortable uh, with it? One month I was already very good. In three months I was pretty fluent. Excellent. Now I know a lot of words, yeah. And I was reading Doraemon oh, yeah. <laughs> in oh, Indonesia, the cartoon, oh, yeah. looking at television, reading school book. I can uh, okay. I get a good good quality of Indonesia now, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Fantastic. Sorry, man, if man just eat other things. Oh, I don't know, I just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fascinating, then. So you went from there straight away. So Borneo, you were there for how long? Again in the jungle and just Again, the forest, again. other tribe, more animal, more wild place. Fantastic. Nice, yeah. Yeah, my, much time I went alone because I stayed with the tribe, but really I need my time. So. Oh, really? Even that was too many yeah, people? Yeah, it's too many people. It's crowded. It's beautiful. Yeah, but yeah. as they say, it's like uh, we, you live under one sky, Satul and Git, one sky only. Everybody grow up in the same roof. Okay. Because that's true, it's one house, it's one roof. Uh, each kid get grown up by an, all the village, not one only families. So it's like everything in common. Yeah, okay. You okay. gather in common, you hunting in common, you eating and you sleep, everybody together. At one point, <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's easy for yeah. me. <laughs> I'm a person that likes to be alone. Thanks. And we Western people, we are more uh, private, we can say. Eh? We like our private, our. For Asiatic, no. Okay. <laughs> for Asiatic, they're much more Share in common. Eh? It's much more, uh, okay, it doesn't matter. Eh? No privateness. Doesn't, it's all okay. Okay. You know, we sleep all there in the woods, like, uh, well, let's say the bilek, they call it room, means it's the family house. Okay. Family room, we can say. Okay. It's the big house, have many rooms. Each room is like in one house itself for each okay. family. But they are open, like this, like next to us. So okay. you can see the wood is open and yeah. If the next house is snoring, you hear it like if it's oh, one yeah. meter to you. No? So, so yeah. if, if somebody sleep together, everybody knows. Yeah? <laughs> the day after, they're already counting how many days for the next kids. They know, yeah, really? yeah, they know okay, everything. Okay. So everything is in common. At one point, you need, okay, guys, I go in the jungle for a couple of days. <laughs> I need some time, please. And it was okay. The, the old woman, the mother, uh, she, she was always, okay. But come back one day, no, 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 one day is no, not much. Two days, no, a bit more, please. Three days, you come back, no more. <laughs> Always like this. Come back, you get the rice, take the rice. You want the drink? No yeah, you know, alcohol. Right? They keep, give me the food. Take the food, bring the food with you. Take the rice, bring the rice with you. Go, go, but come back. Huh? Like a grandma. He's yeah, 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 so it's always like that. Excellent. Every time she looking for me where I am. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I say, don't worry, I go to the forest one week, I come back. I yeah. survive, no problem. They know, but just want me to be all together because yeah, that's how they are. It's not like I'm scary that you are in the forest. It's like, nah, you stay here. Why not stay together? It's fun. Oh. That's the point. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, that's no, like, space. Yeah, but I need a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. This forest is beautiful. You know? uh, that's why I say Chitwan is little. Yeah, okay, I can Just see behind it. my village, 
there is a customary forest is 9,000 hectares. The same size of Chito, actually a bit bigger than Chito. <laughs> and this is the customary forest. You know? And then the rest of Borno, uh, Borno is the third biggest island of the world. If you're not counting uh, Australia and um, Iceland. Okay. okay. Yeah, so like okay. Australia is a continent, and Iceland is ice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I would say that at that point, Borno become the first. You know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, it's pretty absolutely. big island and it's jungle, deep okay. jungle. Oh, so you have tiger, crocodile, orangutan, beer, uh, some beer, hornbill everywhere. So yeah, because every day I see a lot, a lot of animals. Can you very close? Very can you nice. share one animal story? Any close encounters or one? Well, we can, well, I see the bear was beautiful. The first time I see a wild bear next to me. What, what kind of bear? What? Sun bear. Okay. It's like they have white, uh, like a white line Rough, under the neck. Yeah. yeah okay, like okay. a scarf white. Okay. And how, how big? How big? One meter and a half, one meter twenty, around hundred kilo they are normally. Okay. okay. They can be a Size bit more, more also, but still it's like it still is big. <laughs> So yeah. It's a good hundred or more uh, kilo animal, it's strong, it's, gonna, it's strong. Yeah. So we just work in the forest, chopping some wood, very deep in the forest. And just start to walk down the tree. Okay. And they jump down and look at us in the face. And that's all, it turned and went away. Easy. So calm, Whoa. no problem. Just me and, um, and my brother, my, 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 from the village. Uh -huh. And we, we either left the weapon because we, we arrived to the big tree. Okay. So we put there uh, the axe, we leave the, the gun and the machete. And we moved to the river, which was not far away, just for, with a bucket of water, okay. protect the water for, uh, for breakfast, you know, boil a bit of tea. Okay. So in that moment we were just with bucket of water and any weapon we want. So we shit a bit ourselves. <laughs> but the, the, the beard was like the most calm animal I've ever seen. He was just looking at me and saying, all right. Uh, Good morning, mate. No <laughs> they went away. Oh, That's all. No you. problem. No problem. But it's like my shaman say there. It's like yeah, the forest. No, that we love the forest. We deeply love the forest because like we live there and we need everything from the forest. The food comes from the forest. Medicine, mineral. You water. You go with the, your hand. You drink water from the river. It's clean. Yeah. Now, uh, so everything is from the forest. You need to protect it. You're not over hunting, you're not over farming. They really Excellent. move from one area to another, give some years of relax to part of part of the forest. So they really know this thing. They're very yeah, a lot of knowledge of this. They're so long there, they're so like you have a farming, farming so for some year in one place, then I move it and I live there five years alone, the forest to don't be touched until everything gets life and when you start to see deer and anymore there in the morning. Natural signals. Okay, the, 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 the forest is now is, is hill again, so we can start Sorry. again to farm. Wow. Like when they start to arrive uh, animal early in the morning there, it's again uh, healthy, the okay. forest. Okay. Same for hunting, just in one area and moving again in another area for, so okay. they respect it. And as the shaman say, like, we love the forest. We protect it, so the forest know it. Yeah. And there's no problem around. And you go around, you know you're not harming, you will not do nothing bad, so forest doesn't make nothing to you. I told you I was going with no shoes, no t-shirt, just one uh, bark around my, my stuff, yeah. just close a bit, like a trouser. Yeah. We stay there day, week, walk around, cross the river, up and down the, 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 the tree and nothing happened. Not either leeches eat me, not either the, the, the fire hunt bite me, nothing, nothing. Wow, and that's what, because you're so relaxed and you're so Nothing happened. Because that's fascinating. Yeah. Because I think 
with nothing to me. I lay down in, in shit one one time. Problem, yeah. Can be, a, can be, can be. And yeah, but I think, because I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it the whole time. I was like, carefully, these ants, easy, these ants. And they, I think they get a feel for that as I well. I see other people who, there were other outsiders from other villages that came because it was a moment of big festival. Uh-huh. We went to work in the forest. They keep, ah, they're getting hunted here. Ah, they're getting beaten. And the kid receiving something, I was working like, what's your problem, man? <laughs> Why? Why? It's nothing happened. Look at us. Nobody's touching me and the other people. What you? Yeah. And then the shaman again was like, because you don't have the tattoo in the shoulder. <laughs> For Jake, he's always, he repeat, he always, he's really sure about this. I told you, you love the forest, forest don't touch you. Then sometimes you say, you have this tattoo on the shoulder, so they know you're even. And so it's okay, because Iban protects the forest, and forests don't touch you. <laughs> but actually that was, was happening, it was yeah. really happening, because yeah. nothing happened. It's okay. really crazy, really, really nice place. And birds, they come so close, I have some moments that I, I, I just touching wild bird, you know. Bird is even more difficult, many animals can come close, but bird, it's difficult, yeah. I get some bird was there, it was raining. I turn myself, was under, uh, next to the tree, under one leaves. Okay. This little bird like this with the face like, oh, I'm sad, it's cold. <laughs> he look at me. I stay, <coughs> like half meter, he don't move. I put my hand, I touch him. I start to touch him like a pet. He keep looking at me, he don't move. I take out a bit of water from his feather, I dry him. I chop a bit of my uh, rainy jacket, I cut it. I, r- I wrap it around uh, his head, over, like like a shelter, and he stayed there, <laughs> waterproof, he stayed there, sit all the time, he didn't move, he, he allowed me to do everything, stayed there. <laughs> That's like a Disney film, mate. That's then I so went away, I went away, the bird stayed there. I came there the day after, uh, I was just walking, and the, in front of me again, a little bird just fly, perfectly as the night before. When I turn my, my head to, to the direction, I see, this bird went to sit in the same place and I see my plastic from the day before. So I take it out, of course, and I bring it away with me. I just take out the rubbish. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was sure. like, oh, again, again you. Fascinating. <laughs> it's nice. Oh, Hornbill as well. Hornbill, you know, they're very big uh-huh. animal. It's yeah. like very sacred animal there for okay. all the omen and everything. Uh, so this big, big animal, they come, can happen, they come close to you. They sit somewhere, they open their hair, their, 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 their wings, they show in front of you all the, the, the yellow they have on the chest, yeah. and they, they make their sound. Okay. That's a woman always, try to say some, you something. It's like, okay, you have to come here, or it's like, there's the moment to attack, I don't know. This always have to mean something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many times they came next to me when I was going the wrong direction. They just arrived there and they open, like I say, not that way, <laughs> go back. Okay, Jeez. thank you. Many times, not that way. Then uh, when I continue, after a point I realized I was wrong, I was going totally in the wrong place, and I came back, he was again there. Ah, I tell you. No <laughs> I tell you. Jeez. Ah, fuckers are Amazing. For the rain, same. I was again in the forest, I was going back in my place where I put my stuff. Okay. Because bringing, you know, you work like maybe three hours with this 50 kilo of wood on your back, okay. because you chop wood and you bring it back to the village. Going back, going back. So I was coming for a last round. Okay. He come in front of me. Nah, don't go. I say, why I don't have to go? You know, my friend are there and my stuff is there. Don't go. You know, they don't speak much. They just say one thing. So he say to me, just don't go. Okay. I say, but I want to go. So I go. After five minutes, boom, deep, strong rain. Wow. 
and my friend arrived with my stuff I said, you know, why you're coming back? It's not necessary. Uh, you can wait us here. So, yeah, I know. He tell me. Oh, amazing. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, shit. Oh, wow. So you've never had a... It, it, go ask you. You've never had one of these hornbills tell you something. Mm-hmm. Whenever it's gone, what? It's yeah. kind of been... Okay, it just look at you. Wow, you have to understand what you mean. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you always have to understand. That's fascinating, man. Oh, That's yeah. cool. So, so nice. Yeah. A lot of good things there, yeah. I can imagine. So Borneo, from Borneo to where next? From Borneo, I continue to the Malaysian side uh, because in the north is Malaysia. Okay. So the, the 75% of Borneo is Indonesia. Then a part is Malaysia and a part is Brunei. Okay. So after Malaysia side, I went in the mainland of Malaysia. Okay. So in Kuala Lumpur, I get my Chinese visa. And I went up all the way to Laos and in China. Uh, Always walking or sometimes you take the buses? And... Little, little, mostly check. Okay. I prefer checking the pay for a bus. Okay. Still, go faster. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> better, so no sense going with the bus. Um, but this part I did is already on the first way, coming. Okay. So I skip it fast, going back, okay. of course. So. Okay. And then China. But it was a big difference for me, of course, coming from the Pacific, Indonesia, or Papua, or Borno, and tribe, then arrive in China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was shocking, yeah? Absolutely. Shocking. Yeah. Into the cities? First stop, China is everything or? city. Oh, yeah. right, so okay. I, uh, everything is fucking city. People are everywhere. So many people. It's a mess. Uh, you know, it's all. F- I didn't like. No. <laughs> it's all money. It's big, big fake. Uh, oh God. People vary. I didn't. I didn't feel good. I stay in one monastery. The most of my visa, almost two months, just in one temple in the mountain, practice Shaolin Kung Fu. That was the only thing because I went around. I didn't like much, all these people everywhere and too expensive and all fake. Like, okay, I go in the monastery, I stay with the monk, it should be enough for me. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. practice Shaolin Kung Fu and meditation Kung for two months, it was fun. Awesome. That was good. That's but when I went out of the monastery, it was horrible. <laughs> Sorry, really, just straight away. Yeah, yeah, too much noise, too much car, too much rubbish. Uh, just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah okay, interesting. I don't like much China. <laughs> the people? Any good experiences with the, the, the government again? Yeah, always, you know. Real they are the first polluted country in the world, and not only because of what they do in their country, they destroy everywhere around. You know, the deforestation of Borno and palm oil mainly is from China. Huh? So, like, they own all the palm oil forests and uh, big palm oil yeah, farm in uh, Borno. They are Chinese. Wow. All this shitty oil, cooking oil, not either oil from it, it's cooking oil, which is not healthy. Just stupid cooking oil go to China every day and for this they just burn out the forest they destroy burning this forest actually which is one of the oldest uh, rainy forests of the world it's really many million of years uh, it's so all the big tree they release more carbon because they're more old so when you burn them you release oh, much more carbon way more carbon than a car much more you know so like Indonesia actually is the third country for pollution in the world and 75% of their own pollution is deforestation. No fucking yeah, way. Exactly. So, and this is for China. <laughs> China is the first. Yeah. <laughs> China is the first country. Oh, sweet G. Because I saw there's a lot more Chinese influence starting to get into Africa now. Everywhere. everywhere. And they're really starting to spread their roots over there. Yeah, long ago, all the road of Africa build, being built by Chinese. 30, 40 years ago. Is it? Okay, oh, long ago. The most of the Chinese, the, the, the road in Africa, Chinese did it. Then there are some places like Madagascar, where they were smart and they kicked them out. 
That's just fantastic. Okay. The Chinese went there, built the road, so then after they can sell, you know, cars as well, okay. and start business. But then the government just kicked them out, say, okay, it's enough. You did your job, now piss off. Okay. Disappear from my country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go we away. want to own our own fucking country. Go away. And that's what's Excellent. good. Okay, so it can be done, this thing out there. That's the You can't kick, kick the those fuckers. You can't kick yeah. Yeah. So in China. Well, I still do something, eh? because we can say they're the first country, not only that pull out, but at the same time are the first country that is making something against. So they are going green more than everybody. This is good. It's a bit of good on their side, eh? yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they have much, they're more uh, uh, solar partner than the rest of the world. Okay. They they do a lot of wind, uh, wind energy, water okay. energy, so it, it's okay. okay. Still okay. the problem that the general mind of their government is... Bullshit. Yeah, this communist, nothing of communist. Say capitalist communist, them is not communist. <laughs> then they say no, it's Chinese communist. And I say yeah, Chinese for me, you change the world with capital, with money. So here is money, communist. <laughs> it's bullshit, communist. Oh, Same so like religion. Really. This is Chinese Buddhism. It's not Buddhism. Ah, okay. Because in fact, it's like like your communist. They say it's the same stuff. Same bullshit. For them is prosperity, money. So where is the money in Buddhism? Buddhists never say you need money. You don't need to worship <laughs> God. You know? The ancient Buddha would say that you don't need uh, any deity. He never say you want to be a deity. He say I come a human. Yeah. Gotama, the Buddha, say I'm a human. I'm, I'm not the deity. I don't want any golden bullshit for deity. I don't want worship or God. Then that's a came later. You know? The most of the modern two Buddhists get mixed from the Tibetan culture, so it's totally another thing, it's totally different. And now the Buddhists in China is it's like this, it's money, it's all fake, it's not true at all. <laughs> I was in this monastery, I talked with my monk, I tried to talk about, yeah, but like, you're living good, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's right to don't need much, to don't own many things, so you're living good. How we can share this with the normal people? I say to him, for example, your Chinese new generation is terrible. Horrible. They they don't have any more the contact with the culture. They don't have uh, contact with your faith or whatever you want. And they just need stuff. Yeah. Instead of being without needing much. So how we can share this from from your mentality? He was like, no, we cannot. If people want them to come here, say okay. We start very bad our conversation. <laughs> so I want to say how we can help the world. You don't have to impose nothing. Think about the present, not think about the past. Yes, okay, yeah, but gotcha. Uh, I feel that what time, yeah. you know, you need to educate yeah. first, yeah. yeah, because I was like, Yeah, sure, if I stay in the monastery alone or if I stay in the forest alone, I'm the most peaceful person in the world, just me. I, I, I don't care nothing about the rest. I'm really in my nirvana there, so cool, so relaxed, yeah, yeah. so in peace with the nature. But then I know what is outside, and if I walk outside one time, I see what's happening. Yeah. And I see a lot. I yeah. know what's happening around. So I suffer for this a bit. Yeah, of course. Uh, most for the animal, the, not for the people. I don't care about okay, humanity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I the see. world and the nature, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. So how we can how we can do this? Yeah. You know? But say no, if you think about this, if you think about the future because you're scared, if you think about the past because it was better, you suffer. Yes, I know. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how I can do something for this? Yeah. Now think about the present. Ah, oh, but there's <laughs> not a solution, yeah. This is nothing. It was always circle. the same story. It was gotcha. very difficult. Yeah, I say okay. to him, okay, let's talk about Tibet. You want to say something? He said, No, I don't want to speak about Tibet. Really? <laughs> it's the main monster, eh? Monster. It was very good, but Still, uh, that's the, actually, this is the little yeah. thing I mean it's like Buddhist yeah. was not utterly sincere as communist is not sincere at all it's all fake yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I wasn't that comfortable in China understandable 
Still is a beautiful place, of course. Yeah, yeah. They have a history of culture, amazing, old. Fascinating culture. But that was for me, in fact, learn something of their ancient culture, not the present. <laughs> Because yeah, there's nothing in the present. Okay. The and the, the Chinese culture, how we were eating, behaving in the temple. That was very interesting for me, you know? All the, the practice, uh, the determination, this thing was very good. Fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. out of this, no. <laughs> okay. And so a quick one on how do you get into a monastery? You just walk into the monastery yeah. and you say, look, I want to yeah. do a bit of kung fu and, and, and chill out? Yeah, I hear about that place, I get some news. And I know it was open also to, to some foreigners, so that's okay. why. So I went okay. and I asked to stay. And I stay. No problem. Yeah, no problem. Come right in. Yeah, that's why I left. Excellent. And yeah, then yeah. Just, just to educate other people, so, and myself as well, you pay, you have to pay. You have to, to pay, stay, so, of course. <laughs> What I talk about until <laughs> now about China. I say there is no honest at all, there is nothing of genuine anymore. Of course, you pay either in a religious place. Yeah, I see, huh? I see, I see. How, how much do you pay out of interest? How much would you be paying? Pretty somewhere. Uh, Around hundred dollar uh, a week is big okay. money for me. It's big yeah, money. yeah, it's big. Yeah, it's big money. Mm -hmm. Still, it's okay because they teach me a lot, of course. Huh? And uh, yeah, yeah. Still, uh, the, rela the relation, as I say, is not genuine. It's funny. That's what's very bothering. Me. And that's why you. I say okay, I do it. I try to learn. That's what I want to learn from me for fun. But I didn't get these experiences. Uh, honors it was like as yeah, naturally as other place. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, and I see these also coming here a bit in Nepal. Uh, not that much, but still, of course, they're spoiled with this thing a lot. Uh, the mentality of the people with the foreigners is just it's a big begging bowl sometimes. And it's very sad. It's Same. very sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can do much more, and sometimes they don't do. They're just waiting for somebody to do for them. So like everywhere, any country has its own big problem, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But also here, I'm sorry to say they're going in the direction as everybody else. I'm sure that what I will find in India, or next, more than already, what, like what I think here is wrong, it's going in the wrong place, I think there it's already more. Huh? Yeah, I'd be very uh, interested to see how you find so it. So I will see, I still have to see. Yeah, yeah, But I'm quite sure that it will be like this, for what I hear, what I... It's I, My mentality. Yeah. Certainly, it was. Yeah, I'd be fascinated. I'd love to catch up with you in, in, in a few months or in a year or so and understand how you felt about India and how long oh, yeah, you lasted yeah. and stayed there for. Because it's. I, I loved it, I fell in love with India, but uh -huh. yeah, the cities and the people are very intense. They can be incredibly engaging and heartwarming, mm -hmm. but you've got to get through that bullshit level. That every single Indian seems to have a bullshit uh, level. Of, uh, that's the problem. And you're like, oh, let's just get through this. Bollocks, like I'm a foreigner shit, and let's actually chat, you know, it's, there's, yeah, I find that with the majority of Indians, there's always that initial, like, money, we pay now, like, we're just having a fucking conversation, I came exactly. for a chai and talked to you about your culture, and now I've got to pay for that shit, nah, exactly. fuck that. That's terrible. So, yeah, oh, excellent, man. So now, Nepal, how long have you been here for? Three months. Okay. Now it's three months, yeah. Okay. I see a bit of this as well. I okay. see a bit of that thing as well. And yes, it's a bit sad, but still very good people, of course. Oh, a lot of people help me. So now I'm going to the house of my friend uh, outside of the village. I, I live in his place. Uh, very welcoming, of course, you know. I cannot speak bad. But still I see that uh, the old tradition is And getting yeah. lost, you know. Mm -hmm. Their old way to behave with other people is changing, of course. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Like everywhere, that's the main problem, everywhere. <laughs>
my auntie's friend uh, moved here, I think, 30 or 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from England. Uh, I think married a, a Sherpa or, or someone here from Nepal. Mm-hmm. Moved over. And she said Kathmandu 30, 40 years ago was tiny. Tiny oh, yeah, yeah. and beautiful and, and so spiritual and such a, exactly. an incredible place to come. And now, beyond recognition. Uh, it, this is the most western place I've been to since in, in all of India. This is probably the most western place I've been, you know, in terms of uh, every, they've got loads of people at the doors and yeah, exactly, exactly. restaurants. Everyone's got it's beers not, from every part of the world. And it's so, not yeah. what we need, you know? Yeah. We don't need that. We need individualization. We need yeah, which is which is interesting. I think, yeah, for me, I'm, I'm definitely, like I said before, an optimist. And I think that when and the internet's a great thing for that, you know, in terms of spreading this and getting to a point where we all agree yeah. and we go right. Actually, individualization is a very good thing. It's a healthy thing. Like we shouldn't all be the same, but we should learn to live with each other, and yeah. coexist. Definitely. And that's okay. the thing, man. I think. Man, thank you. I think we could talk for hours and hours and hours. Yeah, I'd love to, man. I've got to shoot in a sec. And you've got yogurt to eat. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but, mate, we'll keep in touch for sure. But, sure, Angelo, sure. an absolute pleasure, man. And, uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, my we'd pleasure. love to do this again. Enjoy. Man, man. Cheers, boss. Banquet Bear Productions. Cheap and chill.